Hello, listeners. Before we get started with a new episode today, I wanted to make a quick comment about last week's podcast. Uh, We were doing the song The Unknown by the band Sherwood, and I meant to bring this up. I did put it retroactively in the show notes, but I wanted to make an audible comment about it as well, because not everyone uh, reads show notes, uh, and that includes me sometimes, but but we should, in case there's helpful information in there that you want to save and look up later. Anyway, the, the comment I want to make is that if you really loved the song, The Unknown, and the message behind it really resonated with you, what I want you to do is to pause this podcast after I've given you these instructions, and then go and search for the You Have Permission podcast. It's You Have Permission, dot, dot, dot. And it's a podcast that's hosted by a guy named Dan Koch. His last name is K-O-C-H, Dan Koch, and he uh, just does a whole podcast on exactly what that song is about, and it's, and oh, and he's also uh, the basically the lead songwriter for the band Sherwood, so it's a real obvious tie-in that I should have made in that last episode, and I didn't, but I have now, so, so go and listen to the You Have Permission podcast by Dan Koch if the message of that song resonated with you. Otherwise... Here we go, and uh, we'll start another deep dive here. This is, if you haven't figured it out by now, the Deep Dive Lyrics Podcast, and I am Joel Crow, and this is a podcast where I'm going to share a song with you that I have found to be super meaningful, but maybe a little bit difficult to puzzle out, and I'll, I'll share with you my own little rendition of it, and then we will go through the lyrics one by one on a deep dive, as we say, in order to discover the mysteries that are hidden within. Will it be buried treasure? Will it be horrible shrieking skeletons on a pirate ship? Will it be that weird glowing compass thing that they found in James and the Giant Peach, which for some reason was down there? Anyway, uh, I don't know. Well, I, I kind of know because I planned this whole thing. So I, I anyway, um, but you don't know. And that's the, the key point. The song that we have today is a song by a guy named Ben Folds, who is not I think super popular anymore, but you might know him from uh, back in the days when he had a band and they did this song that went, I know who I want to take me home. That's not the song that we're doing today. Um, But, uh, but he he did, he was in that band. Ben folds five is what it was called. Uh, But that's not the song we're doing today. Today we are doing a song that appeared on his 2001 solo album, his first solo album, uh, which was an album called Rockin' in the Suburbs, and the song is called Fred Jones Part 2. So let me go ahead and play it for you, and then we'll do some talking about it. sits alone at his desk in the dark there's an awkward young shadow who waits in the hall 
25 years He's worked out the paper The man's here to take him downstairs And I'm sorry, Mr. Jones But it's time And there were no songs Cause today's just a day Like the day that it started And no one who's left here Even knows his first name Yeah, and life barrels on Like a runaway train Where the passengers change But they don't change anything You get off someone else can get on And I'm sorry Mr. Jones But it's time The street light it shines through the shade and lines on the floor and lines on his face he reflects on the Fred gets his paints out, goes to the basement, projecting some slides onto a plain white canvas and traces it. He fills in the space as he turns off the slides, and it doesn't look right yet. And all of these others have taken his place. He So let's get ready for this deep dive. And in case this is the first episode, your maiden voyage on the show, uh, what we always like to do at the start is to give our initial impressions, talk about initial impressions, and then any questions that leap to mind. So the first thing you notice about the song is probably that it's really, really happy. (laughs) I bet you're real glad that you tuned into this podcast today because it's so uplifting. 
Uh, no, I, I hope that it is uplifting, but this is a sad song. However, I'd like to point out that it's not sad really in the same brand as, for instance, Sound of Silence. You know, so that song was in a minor key. This song is in a very major key, and yet it is sad. So it's got kind of a different... It's not dark and gloomy like we found that Sound of Silence was, but it is sad. It's compassionate. It is a much more human-feeling kind of sorrow. Um, That's just an interesting thing that I... We'll talk a little bit more about that in the, you know, as we're as we're going through the song. But uh, that's one of my initial impressions that I think maybe you picked up on too. Actually, there's another big one. Maybe the first uh, big first impression that you had was you'd probably say to me, Joel, you're you're doing this song, Fred Jones Part Two. Well, why didn't you start with Part One? To which I would say, shut up and get your own podcast. No. I would actually say, uh, very gently explain that as far as I know, and and anyone correct me, write me and and let me know if I'm wrong, but I believe that there is no Fred Jones part one song. And that is, that, that leads to a question, right? That leads to a good question. Why, why do we have this song? That's just a part two and not with a part one. So let's go ahead and kind of store that up, treasure that away, and maybe it'll become significant later on. Um, other questions about the song. It's kind of a story song, so I, I kind of noticed that about it, right? It's, it's a story song, which a lot of these are, and probably many of them will be in the future as well. Um, yeah, there, there's, you know, the obvious questions as we, as we go through the lyrics. So let's go ahead and kind of start to do that. Um, you know, we'll, we'll find out who this Fred Jones is and why he doesn't really have a part one, or at least not, not a part one that we know about. So as the song starts after its somewhat melancholy theme, uh, we go, Fred sits alone at his desk in the dark. There's an awkward young shadow that waits in the hall. Okay. So this guy, his his name is Fred, obviously, Fred Jones, and he's sitting alone at his desk in the dark. So he's at some kind of workplace, right? We don't really know exactly what kind of workplace yet, but he's sitting alone in the dark and there's an awkward young shadow that waits in the hall. So... So there's someone, the way that I envision this is he's, he's sitting in his office and it's dark, so he's left the lights off, and I, I think he's done it uh, purposefully. So, so we have to ask, you know, why is Fred sitting alone in the darkness rather than having the lights on? And then you've got the doorway, right, and light streaming through it, but in, in that doorway, in the light of the doorway, you've also got a shadow. There's someone waiting there in the hall and that shadow is kind of streaming from the hallway into the into the room and he describes it as an awkward young shadow so why is that um it's so so there's someone who yeah well i don't know maybe uh let's uh keep going through and and see if uh, we can figure that out but so there's someone waiting in the hall who is described as awkward and young and then it says he has cleared all his things and he's put them in boxes, and this is talking about Fred Jones at this point. 
So he's cleared all his things, put them in boxes, and these are things that remind him that life has been good. Okay. I think that uh, this idea is starting to materialize a little bit. If you have as much intuitive power as the average bear, you're probably able to recognize that this guy is moving on. So he's at his at, at a workplace, but he's moving on or being moved on. And there's someone there who is waiting. Um, there's a couple of ways you could take it, I think. He could be the awkward young shadow in the hall, could be someone who's <clears throat> waiting to take him downstairs, like to escort him out of the building. <coughs> Pardon me. Because Fred Jones is being somewhat unceremoniously canned, you could say, fired. Um, or it could be the guy who's going to re- replace him, which actually I think is the better answer because of what he says a little bit later in the song. So, so he's, he's got all his things in boxes. He's kind of waiting in the dark. He's sitting in the dark, thinking contemplatively perhaps. And, uh, but there's someone in, in the hallway who is young and awkward, but who's ready to take his place. Um, so Fred, but Fred Jones is, has got all his stuff boxed up. He's ready to be moved out. And all these things are things that remind him that life has been good. I think that, um, that's kind of a peek into Fred's, uh, inner thought that he's, he's really, really trying to keep a positive attitude about this situation. Um, and, and maybe he's not being fired. Maybe he's being retired, um, which to a lot of people is almost just as bad. Um, but that, but this is something that he is sorrowful about, obviously, right? And uh, and so he's he's trying to think about these things that he's got in his boxes of, as things that remind him that life has been good, and uh, and maybe emphasis on the has been. Maybe he fears that it's not going to be good in the future. And then he says, for 25 years, he's worked at the paper. The man's here to take him downstairs. Okay. So we get some insight into what exactly his work is. It's some kind of paper, I believe. So it could be probably a newspaper. It could even be maybe a magazine. Um, and we, we're not sure exactly what he does at the paper, but he's probably some kind of writer or actually, um, to judge from the lyrics that come later on, the, to, to judge from the last verse, he might be an artist, uh, on that paper. Um, so that, that's a possibility, but there's someone there. It's that awkward young shadow that's going to take him downstairs. Um, and then there's this kind of commentary that I think can come from that guy who is taking him downstairs and he's saying, I'm sorry, Mr. Jones, but it's time. Right. So, so, and that, that kind of brings it all to a moment, right? So we've got the guy waiting in the hall. We've got Fred sitting at his desk in the dark. And he's, I think of this as if he's kind of zoned out and he like maybe even can't totally believe he's still trying to process what's happening. 
he's being fired or he's being retired and uh, and there's someone uh, and that, that guy outside is basically trying to conscientiously um, help him move along by coming to him and saying I'm sorry but it's time that's a polite a polite way of saying get out you're being vacated uh, out of the office and um, yeah so um, and and it is said with genuine emotion it's not it's not just that he's kind of being rudely um, you know polite for the sake of professionalism I I really think that this guy who is whether it's some security guy who has to escort him out of the building or it's the guy who's replacing him on a on a more permanent on a permanent basis um, this guy you know feels sad for for Fred and and I think so do we so he's getting escorted out of the building he or or you know just being allowed to go on his own and uh, and the mood of this office building of this paper where he works is uh, kind of talked about in the second verse he says there was no party and there were no songs because today is just a day like the day that he started okay so you know, no happiness, no well wishes, no, hey, good job, you did, you know, and we'll miss you, and, and make sure you come back and visit, right, that you might expect from someone who's had a long career, 25 years, right, I, I didn't, um, you know, I didn't mention that, I didn't uh, look at that before, but but 25 years he's worked at this paper, so it, it really has been his life, it's been his career, and you would hope, you would think that people in this building who work alongside him have been happy to see him and kind of grown familiar to him and are, are going to, you know, let him go in a, a little bit of uh, parade with some ceremony and, and be giving him, you know, hopes for a good, uh, you know, whether it's a next job or a good retirement. But uh, there's none of that. It's just exactly like the day that he started. He hasn't apparently grown close to anyone in that building. He, there's no one who's sorry to see him go. And um, in fact, no one who's left here even knows his first name. <laughs> you know, much less, you know, he, he's not friends with them, but he they don't even know his first name. So, So maybe this is a place where there's a lot of turnover and I've, I've seen this at places where I've worked where there's just so much turnover that even if you've worked there for a long time people don't necessarily know you all that well because there's a lot of people and they're kind of um, you know fumbling in and out all the time and uh, so no one really takes the time to um, you know become become close become familiar to anyone but at least, or, or maybe it's because he's kind of antisocial. Uh, that could well be the case. Um, maybe, maybe Fred is just kind of naturally a loner. And, uh, and, and that's the reason why he hasn't grown close to anyone. He's just absorbed himself in his work. And then, you know, that's it. And that's his whole life. Um, but at any rate, whatever the reason is for it, he's... 
he's kind of being pushed out and no one is sorry to see him go no one is there to tell him that he's done a good job and that uh, you know they wish the best for him in the future no one even knows his name and life life just barrels on like a runaway train I love that image especially because of what what comes next because it's where where the passengers change but they don't change anything you get off and someone else can get on so so it's a it's a runaway train it's 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 meaningless it's not leading to anywhere there's no destination right there's there's no goal that you're you're looking toward and hoping for and uh, have your eyes set on it. Life to Fred Jones at this moment just feels like a thing that just goes on and on and on and kind of and barrels along. And um, maybe he's wondering, you know, where those 25 years went. Maybe it doesn't seem like it's been all that long since he's worked at this company. But life is just barreled on. And the people in his life, the people who, ha- who he's interacted with have, you know, been replaced. You know, there's one passenger leaves, another passenger gets on, but he doesn't really know who they are. He never learns who they are because they're always just leaving and then coming back on. And then he himself becomes one of those passengers who's getting off this train and someone else has come back on. Someone else has taken his place. And, uh, it could be that awkward young shadow who he's, he's the passenger Fred is the passenger getting off and the awkward young shadow is a passenger getting on and then this train is just going to keep barreling on and it's not going to make any difference and then maybe 25 years later that awkward young shadow is you know going to be another Fred Jones basically and and then we just get to the, the chorus which is just that one line I'm again I'm, I'm sorry Mr. Jones but it's time And so he goes home from his office, from from this place. He's probably got all his boxes with him. And this next part of the song is really brilliant. So this is the bridge of the song, right? So we had the, the first verse, the chorus, the second verse, and then another chorus. This is the bridge of the song where he says, The street lights shine through the shades, casting lines on the floor and lines on his face and he reflects on the day on the days that's that's such a great image so so he's gone from sitting alone at his desk in the dark to sitting at home in the dark and he's got the shades drawn and there's a street lamp outside that's shining and it you know creates those lines um, in, in the shadow of the shades those, those lines are coming down and, and it casts lines on the floor and casts lines on his face. And that is such a great line because it's, it's got a double meaning there. What does it mean to have lines on your face, right? It's something that typically happens when you're old, right? When you're older, you have lines on your face and it shows that you are, or it can happen not, not just because you're old, but because you're worried and in this case, it, it's got that connotation of both of them, I think, that this is a guy who is old and, and worried and worn and worn out and uh, 
not in a good situation. It's casting lines on the floor. It's casting lines on his face. And he reflects on his days. And then there's this beautiful part, this, this instrumental interlude where it goes. So it starts out very minor. Both of those chords are minor chords which is what gives it that gloomy feel, right? This is, this is a little more of the Sound of Silence brand of sadness, where it's very gloomy and, and sorrowful. It doesn't seem like, you know, there's any happiness left. But then it kind of, it takes a little turn, right? Because it, it kind of speeds up and it goes to this major chord, does this little dance down here and then resolves down again to the minor. So this is... To, to take it all the way back to episode one of this podcast, if you listened to the episode on Hallelujah, this is, this is again, the, the major rise and the minor fall, or, or I should say the major lift and the, and the minor fall. We've got the major lift here, the minor fall. And then something happens little bit amazing. It resolves to this major chord. So in my mind, this is kind of a, a musical interpretation of what's going on in Fred Jones' mind as he's, as he's sitting there at home in the dark. He's, he's got initially, you know, all just this gloom, this, this gloom, gloomy attitude pervading him. And, and then he starts to kind of see a little bit more movement, a little more happiness, a little bit of hope there. There's something there that, that maybe, maybe not all is lost. Maybe he can kind of still make something of himself. Maybe there's, maybe this, uh, this next phase of life, whether it's retirement or whether it's you know, having to go out and get a new job and find another way to, to make money to live. Uh, maybe it's not going to be as hopeless as it seemed back in the office. And then it, it resolves ultimately, it, it resolves, it's, it goes back and forth, right? Like I said, the, the major lift and the minor fall, it, uh, he's, he's trying to convince himself, he's trying to convince himself just like, kind of like he did in the office, right? By saying, you know, these are the things in his boxes that remind him that life has been good. And now he's trying to think that life can be good again. He's, he's, and he's kind of going back and forth saying, you know, maybe, maybe it's not, not going to be so bad. Maybe we can, oh, but maybe not. Maybe it's going to be r- real bad. And then suddenly it resolves to that, that beautiful major chord that kind of comes out of nowhere and hits you like a, a ton of bricks. That's a, that's a chord that is outside of the key, which is why it kind of sounds different from all the other ones it, it, it's really brilliant uh, ben folds is a brilliant songwriter there's no doubt about that i don't like a lot of his songs but <laughs> he is brilliant as a musician and then um it kind of goes back and and we get a third verse here and it's it's a little it's, it's more hopeful at least at, at first right because fred gets his paints out so so that this is why i think i said earlier that he's an artist right instead of a writer for the paper he gets his paints out or maybe maybe he was a writer and maybe this is just him following his dreams maybe maybe he's always loved art and he's always kind of pursued it on the side 
And now he thinks, oh, maybe I can make some money this way. Maybe I can kind of go independent and I don't have to be uh, a, uh, you know, pawn of this company that's just going to leave me flat as soon as it's convenient for them to do so. Uh, And so he, he gets his paints out. He goes to the basement. He was projecting some slides onto a plain white canvas and he traces it, and he fills in the spaces. So he's, he's going at it with all of his heart. He's, he's got kind of this new rekindled hope in him that he can do something good, that he's going to create some kind of artwork. And then what happens? Well, he turns off those slides, and it doesn't look right. He, and he realizes, it's like he realizes at that moment that he has no talent. He's, he had this, this, you know, burning will within him for a little bit and he tried to pursue it. And then he stepped back and took a critical look at what he'd done, what he created. And he realizes there's no talent in this. There's nothing here at all. Um, it doesn't look right. And then he kind of relapses into all the bitterness that he was feeling earlier in that day. He says, there's all of these others who've taken his place. And right now he's forgotten, but he's not yet gone. And then, of course, the song finishes with the last chorus. I'm sorry, Mr. Jones. And this, he repeats it, you know, two or twice more. And I'm sorry, Mr. Jones. Just like the guy said to him back in the office, this is a, a a recurring theme now in his life, or at least seemingly so. Um, that that thing that the guy said to him at the office is the thing that he's saying to himself right now. I'm sorry, but it's time. It's time that you realize. Time to th- that you realize that you're not gonna be as happy as you were in the past. You're. Your hopes and dreams aren't there anymore. You're not going to find fulfillment. And by the way, I don't think that this is... <laughs> it's not in, intent... Well, what is this song intending to do? It's not trying to just get us depressed for no reason, is it? I hope. I, I don't think so. It's it's trying to build within us a sense of compassion, I think. And I don't even necessarily know that Ben Folds, you know, thought about it this, um, you know deeply about how exactly he wants everyone to react to the song. Um, he's just telling a story and he's telling a, a true story and a good story, you know, and really good because it is true because this is something that happens to people. And I think that we have an opportunity here to build up in ourselves that, that compassion that we need. That's, that's the purpose of what we're talking about. But, um, I did change one of those lyrics, by the way, um, and if you know the song, then you know exactly what I'm talking about, because I'm keeping this podcast as family-friendly as I can. Um, so when it says, you know, all of these others have taken his place, uh, he, he doesn't use the word others. Uh, he uses a word that means people whose parents aren't married to each other, uh, <laughs> and uh, and that's fine, you know, that's... Uh, 
honestly, if I'm performing the song at an open mic or something, I'm, I'm probably going to just go ahead and use that word anyway. But, um, but you know, it gets, gets the point across that he is, he's just super bitter. He's bitter about that awkward young shadow. He's, he's bitter about these people, about that passenger who took his place on the train. He's angry. And you know, all these, ah, all these other people have taken his place. He's forgotten, but he's not yet gone. And that's almost worse, right? It, it'd be better to die and then be forgotten than to be forgotten and have no one who cares for you, no one who you're familiar with, no one who knows your first name. And then to have to live out your days in that, in that anonymous depression. I'm sorry, Mr. Jones, but it's time. There are people out there who's living, who are living like this. And I hope that if this song does anything, and you know, I'm not intentionally necessarily trying to make the end of all these podcasts a call to action, but it kind of just happens. That's kind of where my brain goes. So my last thoughts as we're kind of wrapping up this deep dive is just that, you know, we all probably have people in our lives who are kind of like this or, you know, and, and maybe they're okay. So before I get there, let me let me jump back to what we talked about before that this is Fred Jones part two and we don't know what Fred Jones part one was and the reason for that is because fame is really really fickle and and so maybe Fred Jones did do a great job maybe he was super talented and maybe he performed his job with all the alacrity and talent that anyone could imagine but it doesn't matter, right? Because he didn't forge relationships with anyone. And then as soon as he was gone, his work just kind of petered out and it didn't matter anymore. Um, the, the point, I, I think that, I think that Ben Folds did very intentionally name this song part two in order to let us know that there's a, there's a big part one and we don't know what it is. And the reason why we don't know what it is, is this song it's this it's this part too it it kind of wipes out everything before it because we all at some point are going to experience something like this where our dreams fade where the thing that we had hoped for didn't pan out and we think that we're just going to live the rest of our days in depression and coldness and and uh, and it's not going to be that way you know the the reality is that um, there is, there is good left to life. And in fact, um, I strongly believe that wherever we are, no matter what situation we're in, we can still say to ourselves and know that the best days are in front of us. And, uh, and that even when everything seems lost, that, that there is hope. But all the more so is it important to recognize those people in our lives who are beset by this kind of depression right now so that we can go and for heaven's sake learn their first names right go and learn their first name and be the one don't don't let anyone leave your office if you're working in an office don't let don't let anyone leave the office and nobody knows their first name go and learn their name and go and spend some time with them get to know them and let them know when they have to go that they are that they'll be missed and that they and that their work was valued and that, um, 
and, and that they still have good days ahead of them. I think that's the best that we can do for each other. All right, all right, I'll step down off my soapbox here. It's not what this podcast was supposed to be about, but <laughs> it's going to happen. It's not going to be the last time. That was the song Fred Jones Part 2 by Ben Folds. It is, uh, to me, a, a very important song for all a very important song for all those reasons that I listed. And, um, and that'll, that'll do it for, you know, the analysis portion of this week. All I have left to say is that if you know anyone who might be interested in that, in this podcast, I would so much enjoy it if you would tell them about it and, uh, encourage them to listen to it. I'm not asking for any money right now. I'm not on Patreon or anything like that. I would just, you know, I'd I'd love to see the downloads go up on this podcast and, uh, and, and also to get more song suggestions because I I've got a list now of a whole bunch of songs. And if I do a song every week, I've got, you know, plenty of time. I can, I can do this show for another year without necessarily getting outside suggestions, but I want to have outside suggestions. I want to know what you want to hear and I want to do songs that you are interested in. And I said this on the last podcast, if you live in the Spokane area, I want you to sit in this room and discuss the, the song with me. And maybe I'll even convince you to sing it with me. Or if you have some musical talent, you can lend that to the show. And, uh, and let's talk about, let's talk about the song that's important to you and why it's so important and, and you know, which lines you love the best and all that. Anyway. And, and from from any genre, frankly, I'd I'd be willing to to go into any genre. I I like doing these songs that work when they're stripped down to really simple stuff like the you know just piano and vocals. It's kind of why I do it that way instead of just playing auto of the original instead of playing audio of the original track. Um, I like to know that often it's the case that songs with good lyrics do work really well when they're stripped down to the very basic structure. Anyway, if you live in the Spokane area, um, yeah, I'd, I'd love that. Uh, get into contact with me. The easiest, the best way is through email, and that is at deepdivelyrics.crow at gmail.com. That is the word deep followed by the word dive. There's no dash or anything like that. It's just deep dive followed by the word lyrics. Uh, followed by a dot and crow, C-R-O-W, and uh, at gmail.com. I'm paid by the word. That's why I did that. No, I'm not paid at all. Um, and uh, let's see what else. Uh, oh, we're on Apple Podcasts now. This is going to be the first week that we're officially on Apple Podcasts. I'm very proud about that. And so we're basically everywhere now. You can go anywhere and download this podcast. It's on YouTube. It's on Stitcher. It's on Google Podcasts. And that's lovely. If you have, if you go anywhere and you search for Deep Dive Lyrics and it doesn't come up, send me a email about that and I shall remedy that, that catastrophe. And uh, let's see. Is there anything else I want to say? Just send me song suggestions. Uh, oh, and... and and write me if you can argue with me about anything that I said today or, or in any past episodes. Um, we'll go back and forth on, on any platform. Oh, and now that we are on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and leave me a review. And uh, I'm going to encourage you to give me a four-star review. I know everyone says, give us a five-star review. Um, 
but I'll be content if you if you give us a, a, a four star review. That would that would make me very happy. And uh, until then, yeah. Oh, n- next the next podcast is going to be uh, we're we're gonna take it a little bit more old school. This song was like twenty years old anyway, but we're gonna go even more old school, old school. You know, even to me, and uh, go back to a dude named Billy Joel, and the song is gonna be "She's Always a Woman." which is a great song. I, I can't wait to do that for you and share that with you. All right. So we will talk again soon. Thank you so much for listening and staying through all my rambling and trying to figure out what I want to say. Uh, it, it means so much to me if you're listening to this podcast. And, and write me and give me suggestions. Give me hints. Give me um, you know constructive criticism. And... Uh, and we'll we'll figure out how to do this podcast thing together all right thank you until the next time thank you bye